Welcome to the Australian Property Investors. Tonight we are talking about the money money mindsets and the shift that changed George's life. So the shift that we all need to change our own lives in terms of money mindset. So I'm going to get started on the topic, but please let me know if you're watching live, type in hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, type in hashtag replay. Otherwise, tonight we've got a, a fair bit on and I've got a killer session for our members, a little bit different and they've got a little bit more involved in theirs. So hopefully I can see someone else coming back online shortly. All right, so we've got someone up live. All right, so first I'm just going to get started with how to reshape your thinking for financial success. So what you believe about money and what you've grown up with over time has been instilled in us and, and what's happened during your life shapes the way that we look at money and the way that we think about money. So, so many people hit the snooze button on their finances going forward. So when you hit the snooze button on your finances, really it just means that you think that things are going to work out or you worry about it. Some people just want to worry about it later. So just let me know, have you hit the snooze button on your finances or is that something in the forefront of your mind? What we've grown up with, as you know, in terms of our family, our friends and what our parents instilled in us as well. So what's one thing that you got from your parents that you will continue to do and what's one thing that you got from your parents that you won't do you're not going to do that you're going to change that your way of thinking so when I think back it's for myself I like the fact that they put their money into property and, I, and I've definitely done that um, and they also put it into farming land my parents are farmers okay I can see Michelle's come back on board so I'm just going to pop her across and hopefully everything works out fine without too many delays hello and welcome Michelle can you hear me nice and clear I can. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Yay! <laughs> I just got started, Michelle, and I was going through the shifts of what our parents instilled in us growing up in terms of money mindset. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just hear, like, you have those sayings playing through your head, don't you? Like, money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, and then this is how you sort of develop your own money mindset and then, you know, what your beliefs around money and the relationship you have with money. And then it's important that we, I guess, establish what those beliefs and sort of mindset is and then work through those different beliefs as well. So I've also got one thing that you wish that you, one thing that you've kept from what your parents did and one thing that you will not do that your parents have done. So I was just saying that my parents put their money into land. It was farming land, but they did put it into land. The one thing I would not do here, or let's just say the one thing I would do that they didn't, they didn't expand on what they had. So they just kept their farm and their land and they paid it off and they, you know, just over time that's what they did. But they didn't expand their portfolio or their investments beyond that. So that's one thing that I would do, but they didn't. <laughs> so how yeah you? yeah I guess well my parents have yeah have a family home which they've paid off similar thing but then they haven't then redrawn that equity to yeah expand and they've just always worked hard paid off the family home now they're retired and you know 
that's pretty much it. That's it, yeah. And then typically they would go, in that case, a lot of people are so worried about paying off their family home and they don't put any money into investment. So at the end of the day, you've got to retirement. You're like, great, we own the family home, but now what? You have to, you have to either keep working or you have to live off the pension and it's not a lot of money. It's not a lot of money to live off. So <laughs> we can change the, the way that we sort of do that. So write down, I'd love you to write down in the comments, what is it that you are taking from your parents that you're going to keep doing? Just write that in the comments first. And while we're waiting for that, Michelle, you did have a case come through. I know you were talking about it earlier in the week during the inner circle of a real-life financial breakthrough. So if you could just recap on that for the, the wider audience here, that would be great. Yeah, so uh, I won't say the names, obviously, but there was a couple that um, the husband had a bit of a difficult business structure. And um, this is why it's also important to you know, get second opinions and things like that as well sometimes because it's not that one mortgage manager is better than the other. It's just that sometimes they have different tools or they think about things in a different way. Um, so one broker was sort of saying that they would have to wait six months to because of the, um, the business structure. Uh, but then we went to another broker and a mortgage manager and um, this person was able to get them through straight away. It's not fully approved yet, but it will be. And um, also just some issues with the self-made super fund, we were able to work through those as well. So when I spoke to them just in October, they were almost at the point of giving up. And this is why it's so important to have that resilience and that's everything in life, right? So look, there's roadblocks that come up, but you have to find a way. There's always a way through it. You just have to, you know, find someone that can put the pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. That's what I was talking about earlier, that hitting the snooze button. A lot of people hit the snooze button on their own financial journey and they think, look, at the end of the day, that's just for the rich. Um, there's there's a lot of things holding us back in terms of mentally and or they hope that they're going to take their money more seriously later and obviously the sooner you do the better it's going to be for you in the long run totally um yeah definitely i mean i'm going through my own investing journey right now with um my self-managed super funds so you know um like lots of things are coming up for me too around money and you know my super and yeah. you know things like that so <laughs> sorry and how can you expand on that so one of the things that I was reading the other day was to get rid of your heavy load so a lot of people and it, and this is different walks of life you're born into different types of families so you might be born into a, a poor family um, I know that George's family was very similar to this and look where George is today but that heavy load that you're carrying around is, oh, but I'm a single parent or but this or but that or whatever it is, or you are carrying around the load of guilt, which is I broke a promise. The promise was I was going to stick to a budget with myself and my partner. I did not stick to that budget. So now you put that on your back as well and it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And at some point you're just going to have to get rid of it, forget about it all and start again. Yeah. 
I think a lot of the time too, people do sort of put their head in the sand a bit and sort of sometimes it's like, um, you know, oh, we don't want to look at our budget because we don't really want to know. We want to know how much we're spending, but we sort of yeah. don't and we don't want to know <laughs> how we don't want to know how much we're wasting on certain things. Um, and same with super, like, you know, where is my money invested? What What is, you know, who's got it? What is it doing? How much am I earning? And then when you actually start to look at the numbers, you're like, my God, I can't believe I've just let that sit there for so long and not really know. Most people don't even know what they've got in their super, let alone what it's doing. They don't know what's even in it. So Correct. spent on it in that way as well. Um, so um, my mum always said there's no such word as can't and I live by this every day. That's fantastic. I love that. Um, yeah. My my mantra is where there's a will, there's a way. So I'll always find a solution of some sort. And I think we've talked about this before, but, you know, doing yeah. what you can with what you've got as well yeah. and having that mindset of, okay, well, I'm focusing on what I can do rather than what I can't do. So, yeah. you know, I can do this. I can do my budget. Like I just, ca I just cancelled a few um, subscriptions today, actually, because I'm, I'm actually going through Stacey's budget planner um, there you go. <laughs> as well. And um, so I cancelled Foxtel because I'm like, what do I need Foxtel for? Oh, I actually don't need you it. You know what? I was talking about some subscriptions to competitions. You're so set on getting that one lucky win, and it's such a small chance that you're going to get that that you'll spend. $20 on this LMCT, you'll spend $20 on tax lottery, you'll spend $20 every month and it adds up. It can be $200 a month simply on a chance to get ahead. Mm. You know how small that chance is? Yeah, yes, you've got to be in something, but maybe cut it down to one, not ten. Yeah. But even, you know, even going through the process of ringing all of your suppliers, Ring your mobile phone provider. Am I on the best plan? Ring your electricity provider, your gas provider. You know, like yep. just go through the exercise. You know, have a, look at your, have a look at your healthcare package, like your health insurance, because I know I've got things on there which I don't actually need now. Like yep. I needed certain things when I was, you know, trying to have a baby and things like that, but that's like, 10 years ago do you know what I mean and so yeah. I haven't I I'll haven't looked at it and I haven't I don't even yeah I don't even have health insurance I probably you should have some but I do not <laughs> or you just save for it and you pay for it when it comes it's, it's your choice yeah that's right um, but there's so I, I do have some... things on there that I don't need <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course now there was some tips that we had going forward so one of the tips is read some books. Read. It's really important to read because reading can really, or listen to an audio book or whatever it is. But some, a couple of books that I've just got here, and you've probably got a few more, Michelle, but I wrote them down. So The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey um, would be one of them and The Seven Habits of the Highly Effective People by Steve R. Covey. So there, there are a couple of books. Um, I've read The Total Money Makeover. The other one's highly recommended too. Do you have a couple, Michelle? Mm. I mean, we can't go past rich. We, of course, can't go past rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, hopefully everyone's seen the four quadrants of, you know, 
being an employee, being self-employed, being a business owner and, um, you know, and then investing. So, you know, if you don't understand those four quadrants, then make sure you understand that as a bare minimum um, because, you know, that just puts a whole new perspective on things because even yeah. if you're self-employed, right, you're still and you're still exchanging time for money and you're a slave to the business, then that's not ideal either. <laughs> so exactly. you want to you either have a business or other investments that are working for you when you're not having to do anything, so creating that passive income, right? Absolutely. And, and look, to be honest, a monthly, if you go over your, and you're a couple, let's say, or even a single, go over your budget monthly, I would recommend, because if you're doing it on a regular basis, it gets you into the habit of putting your focus in that area because it's quite easy to let things build and slide in that case. Um, so if you do a monthly plan and you sit down and you have, it would be good if you set a date, so the same date every month where you sit down for one hour, have dinner, have a drink, and just have a look at your budget and how you can make it better. So if your goal, main goal is, hey, I need to save for a deposit for a house, that's going to be, let's say, $100,000 seems so far away, but it starts with $10 a week can turn into $15 to $20 to $30, and you can slowly build it up. So one of the big things is to roll, do rollovers. So what you'll do is write a list down of every single debt that you have from $10 debts all the way through to $200,000. Uh, $500,000 debts, whatever it is, you know, in order, actually leave your property out of it, just do everything else. When you do your first debt, knuckle down, pay the minimum off everything else and focus on the smallest debt first because those small wins really create that positivity in your mind. So once you've knocked your first one off, you'll roll the debt from that one, so roll the money that you were paying into that one into the second one. Then once the second one's paid off, you'll roll the money that you were paying into that one, which will be more, into the third debt. And you'll just keep stacking down just like that. So it's a rollover effect. Yeah. Yeah. And dream about retirement. It does really help with that mindset shift. Dream about retirement. If you're going to retire when you're 65 or you're going to retire when you're 50 or 40 or 30 or whatever it is, dream about retirement because it's going to give you a little bit of drive to head in that direction and believe yeah. that success is possible. It is possible to be successful in that area. If you believe that it's so far out of reach that you're not willing to try, you're never going to get there. And understanding your beliefs as yeah. well. So I know, Michelle, you talked about that one. Yeah. And but I'll just before I go into that, like the thing is, we want to obviously be reducing our expenses, reducing our debt and increasing our income. So if we can do both at the same time, like honestly, you know, with time management, um, you know, people feel like they don't have a lot. Oh, it's just me again. I think she was going along the lines of people feel like they don't have enough time to put it into their budget. That rollover effect that I was talking about, we want to do that all the way down to we have no other debts except for property debt. And once we have, once we have that property debt, we don't want to put the money onto 
the property debt per se, but you want to pay yourself first. So whether that's putting it into an offset account or into an investment that's going to grow your, your money further. Michelle, you were saying. I don't think the sound's very good here or it's a bit of a delay. Okay, so you should make a budget every single month. Live on less than you make. Makes sense to me, but, you know, so live on less than you make. It, it's such common sense, but we don't do it. <laughs> we always live on more than we make and that's how we end up in a pile of debt. So live on less, you know, and don't use debt to pay for stuff, especially when you're trying to get out of it. So, you know, how you get that credit card rolling or this credit card pays off that credit card pays off that credit card and you just keep gathering up more and more and more debt. Try not to do that. And start trying to, say, change your habits. Start changing with those automatic thoughts that you have. So when you're thinking about it, so you're linking that part of your brain. So the wanting part of our brain and the liking part of our brain are two different sections of our brain. So, for example, the liking part says, I would like a six-pack with abs. I'd like a six-pack of abs. The wanting part says, I want that piece of chocolate. It's a dopamine hit. So they're two different parts of it and the dopamine hit does overpower the other side a lot of the time. So I would love the idea of being financially free, but I want the dopamine hit of that retail therapy as well. So I love that that idea and that, that side of things. So if you can recognise when your brain starts to do that or to self-doubt or to go, oh, I'm actually going to go have that piece of chocolate right now, hey, it's Friday night or whatever it is, you're recognising that your brain is going off that, that strict pattern. And I'm not saying be super strict all the time, but those two parts of the brain are very different. So we need to get to the want. So break the habit purely. So to break the habit, you're going to have to do this over a longer period of time. All right, so we are going into our members meet just now. So I'm going to jump off and say... Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, I do have a budget planner. Um, if you do want to get your hands on that, maybe book in a call or just write in hashtag budget and then I'm happy to shoot that one through to you guys. You'll just have to press make a copy on that one. But, um, yeah, let's see how you go. Otherwise, there's plenty of budget planners online. You can make your own, you know, single spreadsheet with a budget planner. Start with the big ones and the basics and then go from there. Your incomings and your outgoings. All right, I'm going to love you and leave you now. Have a fantastic night and thank you so much for watching.